preachers at the church like to say, we ain't gonna take long, but we're going to take our time. We'll talk about all the TV, movies, and music that define our everyday blackness. Welcome to the Black Card Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This your boy, Bird. And I'm April D. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. My, my voice. <laughs> Sound like Adam D. <laughs> <laughs> Why my, my morning man voice? Sound like you got a D. <laughs> I don't let me tired of this. Have to get on the bullshit. That's so childish. Uh, you want to try? You want to try? To, I did mine fine. You want to try it again? No. <laughs> get your sip of water. I'm April D, guys. <laughs> and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Car Podcast. <laughs> What's going on, man? What's up? Man, nothing. So, ooh, last week I think I was telling y'all I wanted to win my my weight, but not weight, but consistency challenge mm-hmm. in the gym. I won. Turn that shit up. That's what I'm talking. Congratulations to you. I won. So you went like the you're the most consistent out of everybody that was going to the to hot box. Mm-hmm. So like, how much did you win by? Uh, I literally won by one. Uh, Is it? Mm-hmm. So you gonna do it again this month? No, I have <laughs> different goals and. I think I'm gonna do a little more cardio this month, but the hot box is nowhere near where I live. Mm-hmm. And I realized I was like, why do I keep getting gas? And I was like, oh, I'm trying to win this competition, driving across town three times a day. Did you get anything for winning? Oh, you just got a bragging right? Right now, I got a shout out. I'm, I got to ask him like, what, what, what were we competing? Oh, for? so it was like a real competition. It, it was, was like- a real. He told us like, whoever gets the most consistent is gonna get a prize, but we don't know what it is. So, like literally, it just turned into a like, oh no, it, it turned into a real competition. You ain't gonna beat me. I mean, everybody got a competitive spirit, and I think it's, mm-hmm. I think that's cool. I think I need to do like uh like the more most consistent for the year. I don't know how you're gonna like quantify that or I mean, how you gonna break it down. January calendar, so I mean, he got a new calendar for February. It's not like he like erased it. He just mm-hmm. put a new one up. So, hmm. it's something we'll run by him or whatever, cause that'd be cool. So you'd be like the winner for the year, the like most you consistent. You might have had year. the most in March, but I had the most over the year. Look, tell again, look, somebody showed out in February, uh-uh, short month. Right. Picked the wrong one, boo-boo. True. Well, it's a know. bad month to win. Yeah, I might want. You mm-hmm. might, t- see, look, strategy, you took this month off on purpose. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody busting their ass in February, like, uh-uh. And it's so funny, because people are already like, I'm coming for you this month. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not trying. <laughs> You're a sore winner. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> let me tell you, if this was a dice game, they wouldn't let you off the table. Like, <laughs> you gonna get shot, ticket. You gonna get your money, take the money, everybody money, just leave. Like April, I'm beating you. Oh yeah, no, I have, I haven't, been, <laughs> I haven't even been trying. That's kind of like the worst one. Like, you want to like take a victory lap on somebody, like especially somebody like talk shit to you, and they just like, oh no, I'm not trying to win. You got, it. you got it. Good job. Like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> no, you gonna play? Oh, <laughs> uh, we are gonna start over. Till she, you ain't playing for real. Man, I ain't even thought about that. That's like a real way to get back at somebody that's like highly competitive. Is to like, there's nothing worse than like somebody letting you win, like, because you kind of know when somebody like play hard and they just saying that shit. That's one thing. But if somebody is actually like not playing for real to let you win. It is infuriating. Oh yeah. I don't want to do it. So might be something narcissistic about that. You know, people love the word you narcissist. You call me a narcissist? Oh my god! You know that's the buzzword of the year. It Everybody is. is a narcissist for every reason. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, man. So time to put the people on. Um, 
what what you got for the people yeah okay i don't know what was on bird's heart whatever when he went to Publix today (laughs) he bought himself something to eat and he brought over here some roasted roasted garlic hummus and i ain't gonna lie at first i was like i don't eat it but then i had to be honest like you never tried it i've never tried it um but you know hummus is chickpeas that's all i know and i'm just like I just feel like I'm not supposed to be eating something that's like chicken and peas, <laughs> oh, but it's and, vegan. Oh, and don't get it twisted. I am no way, shape, form, or fancy any kind of fancy. I don't, I've never had hummus. I don't even know what hummus tastes like. I didn't know hummus was made out of chickpeas until you told me. And I looked at the ingredients, cooked chickpeas. I don't even know what a chickpea is. Vegan chicken and peas. Oh, that's what that is. No, I'm just like <laughs> lips off. Listen, I like that. that like you said, vegan chicken. I like is that cauliflower doing this thing again for, for the vegans? I have no idea, but so um, it looked good, and then I, I I see people eat it all the time. So yeah, so I'm confused because this is a big glop of garlic and look. Oh wait, are you, so warm, are you supposed to warm it up? I don't know. Let me see if there's directions on it. But then no, nah, because I got it out the out the no, cool yeah, section. Yeah, you don't warm okay. this up. Keep refrigerated. Enjoy within seven days of opening. Damn. Clock already started. <laughs> okay. That probably made so much noise. Right. Like, there's so much garlic and something in so the So, it was a po- Damn, I can smell that garlic from over here. And then I got the uh, pretzel crisp. Um, they're, like the, they're like the skinny pretzels. Because mm-hmm. I hear you. That's how you're supposed to eat together. So, go ahead. And let me tell you, I have never eaten this. I have no idea what it's going to taste like. I don't like how you always set me up. For I know. Hey, what does it smell like? So you got to explain it. So what do it people smell? It like straight garlic. I literally just straight. Like, <laughs> I'm glad you're sitting far enough away because my breath is going to smell like garlic for the rest of the mic. That's your, that's your is- mic from forever. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this, like, it looked like the little, you know, um, the garlic that come in a char. Mm-hmm. That's what that looked like sitting on top of that. That's I just like, know what it is. It, you got to be that. Okay. What what is it giving? It don't taste like nothing but garlic. <laughs> That's real. Damn. Like it's really smooth. Like the consistency's not nasty. I was kind of yeah. scared about the consistency, but it just tastes like a. Let me try a piece without garlic. And this is like when you're supposed to ta- taste those Taco Bell wings. Ah uh, yeah yeah yeah. Is that better or worse? It's worse. Oh, without the garlic, it's worse. So hummus by itself is trash. I don't like it. Mm. I don't know. I don't like. I feel like if it, I was forced to eat it, but this isn't something I'd be like, "Ooh, let me get some hummus." But people, you know, people be charging for it. They be like appetizers. They have hummus appetizers in restaurants and stuff like that. That's not it. So I think we're gonna put y'all off on something. So y'all, y'all don't worry about that. Some people, maybe it's an acquired taste. Like it's not disgusting. So this is the thing about acquired taste with things is like, so with an acquired taste. It's something really good if you acquire the taste. You kind of just force yourself to like it. Think about I it. I feel like bit. people that like it's an acquired taste. They just like something that other people don't like. I like what? What's something that people say? Like, oh, I know. I like chitlins. Chitlins that are ain't delicious. No, <laughs> no. chitlins are delicious. And but I, I don't know. I I feel like so. Let me okay. In the situation of chitlins, if I said it's an acquired taste. I never disliked chitlins. So like, you never acquired the taste. Huh? You never acquired, you've always had it. 
but well, but see, but the thing is, like, so in this situation, we're talking about like the hummus. Like, you can continue to eat hummus mm-hmm. and force yourself to like it, to acquire a taste for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But is that really an acquired taste? Because you don't, you actually don't like it. You're making yourself like. But you're obtaining the taste. You're acquiring the taste. So after a while, it's like, hmm. But when people say that things are an acquired taste. They just use it wrong. I think the. Because think about it. Like, if, some, if, some, if they say something is an acquired taste, they're like, okay. Like, I okay. I can say that Chillin's is, is an acquired taste for somebody, like, let's say from the North, for somebody that's never had them. Mm-hmm. If you don't like them, that's cool. I've always liked them. I People like me, whatever. They can. They understand the the delicacy in it, but let me see what's something that wasn't alcohol. It alcohol took time for me to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like I had to find, I had to find my mixes, whatever, to become like, oh, now I understand alcohol and I like my drinks that I drink. I had to acquire a taste for that. Is that the same thing? So according to Merriam-Webster. The definition of acquired taste, I didn't know they defined double words, which is internet, so they can. Something or someone that is not easily or immediately liked or appreciated. Oh, so it's that so if you was to continue to if you was continue to eat hummus and enjoy it, then you have an acquired taste for it. Yeah. After sixty days, the flavor can get a little funky and that's an acquired taste. What? Are they talking about hummus? <laughs> Not mom's spaghetti, but an acquired taste of something more like dessert with sauce, like chunky tomato pancake syrup. What? This is the you know for some reason that made me think about um folks that put sugar in their spaghetti. Is it sugar in spaghetti? That's you. I want to say nasty. I don't put shit, sugar bro. in spaghetti. Just... That's why hummus probably is delicious. But you over there put you put sugar in your spaghetti. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say I put sugar in my spaghetti. I literally smiled. I literally you put, smiled. You, you, you smiled in a sugary way. So, number one, I don't eat spaghetti. Okay. But if I do eat spaghetti. You put sugar in it. No, I don't put sugar. I put just a little bit of barbecue sauce, which is like sugar. So I can make room in my mind for barbecue sauce. still a little weird, but, you know, I allow it. Barbecue sauce? Because yeah. the acidity of the sauce. Would, okay, so I understand that sugar mm-hmm. goes into um, the sauce. Mm-hmm. making process like i get that but there are people that put you know put sugar on it like they have sweet spaghetti i don't understand that like shit. super sweet i've never uh, had super sweet spaghetti so i can't i've seen this shit like be put on there like afterwards like a big i don't know i've never had well to my knowledge i've never had that it's kind of like people put sugar and grits disgusting that's not good that is disgusting like i feel like grits are a savory dish yeah if like but sweet. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't get it, man. And then everybody who puts sugar in, in their grits, I always say like, oh, it's like cream of wheat. So it kind of tells me again where you're mm-hmm. from because I don't know what the fuck cream of wheat you is. Don't know, I know what they are, but I don't eat them. Is cream of wheat, cream, is cream of wheat like oatmeal? Mm-hmm. I guess that's what you could Do they just not sell it, it down here? Or, you know what's funny is I don't, I don't feel like I've seen cream of wheat. Now. Like I didn't eat it. Like people, I think people were like, oh, you, you know, you from Seattle, so you probably eat cream of wheats and da da da. You don't uh-huh. eat grits and blah. And I was like, okay, majority of the black people that live on the West Coast or other places, their family, I mean, down here. slavery. Everybody started down here. <laughs> and that is your black history. <laughs> 
Oh, this is the first uh, episode of Black History Month. It is. I don't have a black fact. I'm sorry. I ain't got no black fact. That was last year. Yeah, whatever. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't appreciate the bitches. <laughs> hey, early on, we used to really work hard for the for We the did. We'd be like, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that. And email us at T-H-E. <laughs> and y'all ain't send no emails. It's ain't, okay. Ain't send a shit, boy. Because one day, them emails, we not. it's going to be so many, we're not even going to be able to check it. We're going to no, hire somebody. No, it's going to be so many, and we're going to let them sit there for about two years because they fell back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I have the email on my phone anymore. I think I said, you know, I'm just take this out. <laughs> no, it's still there. Yeah, but uh, damn, we sure did work hard for y'all. Y'all ain't worth shit, boy. Keep listening, but y'all ain't worth shit. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, I guess my put y'all on is, uh, you know what I've been eating a lot lately? Fucking lately. Wait. <laughs> have I? Have I love you? What? Have I told you I loved you lately? Yeah. Have I? Have I told you you still mean the Okay, word I, I just couldn't tell like with your like where we was at. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um But what what you been eating? Bruh. Okay. I'm not gonna say put people on because I'm pretty sure people are on them, but just follow me. Euros. Is that the one that look like gyro? Yes. Okay. I was saying gyro for the longest. <laughs> like it's just you, bruh. That G. Woo. Yes. <laughs> Imagine working there. They probably be like, "Hey, <laughs> listen." And then, cause okay, cause I go to I go to Papa Euros. That's on University, mm-hmm. and it's just been there forever. Mm-hmm. So I know plenty of blacks. It is right. It used to be a shoe carnival across the street. Oh, I, oh yeah. Juicy seafood is on the corner. Oh. Uh, I know for no, it's a beauty. It's a beauty store. Yeah, it's some like two down. Yeah. I know they've had a fair share, very fair share of people coming there. Thomas, hey, yeah, let me get a uh, a gyro. Which what kind of y'all get? <laughs> All right, so the euro, mm-hmm. right? I just started getting them um, recently because you know, like post workout, I want something that's kind of fulfilling, but not too whatever. And Papa Euro is right down the street from the gym. True. So I like let me skirt skirt pull off in that bit right. Mm-hmm. One thing menu entirely too long. Wait like analysis paralysis. I'd be like this is just a lot to pick from. But the euro, you have to get the lamb, which is the real euro. Cause they got like chicken euro, beef euro, whatever. You have to get the lamb, and it comes on pita bread, which is like the size of a taco, fluffy, whatever, fold in half with. Uh, tzatziki sauce, feta, lettuce, tomato, and I think that's it. It is so good and fulfilling, but it's not like heavy. Hmm, okay. So it's kind of like you, like for me, like post workout, you know, I'm kind of depleted, whatever. I get my, I get my, my feel, but I can tell that it doesn't take my, it's like a lean meat. So, it's like it doesn't take long for my body to like digest it. I don't have to walk around with that bloated feeling, mm-hmm. which be, you know that bloated feeling be like I sluggish and shit. You feel all fat or whatever. And I eat them out like I eat it for lunch. Yeah, my I'm fully digested because I, I work out on empty stomach, so I eat it for lunch. I'm fully digested by the time I work out. I feel good, whatever. I might even get another one afterwards. And they ain't even like crazy expensive. I think like nine dollars, eight nine dollars, something like oh, that. Wow. I've never had lamb before. It is good. See, well, that's I don't a, eat beef, though. Huh? 
Lamb is lamb. I don't think lamb is beef. No, it's not. <laughs> I just was putting out two facts. <laughs> it's two facts. Oh man. So let me tell you, this girl made this tweet, and I hope I don't offend anybody, but just by me saying that, I know I am. Somebody said, <laughs> somebody said, a vegan, a blazing, and a delta walked into a room. Who do you think told you who they were first? <laughs> and then she said, trick question, it was the same person. <laughs> I said I would love to read her bio Instagram. <laughs> Folks are wild. Oh, oh, it was on Twitter. So talking about Twitter, boy. Oh my God, Twitter went berserk today. Mm-mm. I don't even know how to structure this. <laughs> you want to do it how you want me to do it? You gotta do it. You oh, gotta do it. Well, I don't mind. I don't do. It. I don't know nigga. So, all right. <laughs> So, if y'all aren't part of the Twitter streets, are in these tweets, this girl posted this tweet at m u v a e v e underscore. She posted this. She said, "Y'all, is my baby daddy ugly? Be honest. This before the weight gain." And she posted a picture of her baby daddy. Now, this chick be on Twitter, right? Like I've like she been all up down my timeline, you know, whatever. I follow, she follow me, whatever. I did not know this was her baby daddy. This dude went to school with us, and bruh, I don't know if she meant to do this. I, I really don't. I don't know. I don't know if she knew she was going to light a fire like she did. But this picture of this man, it has nine hundred and eighty four quote tweets. 69 retweets and 98 likes for y'all that don't know twitter a, a, a local tweet like of something locally 984 quote tweets is a lot it is a whole lot and boy they get to acting up in the quote tweets that's where the real funnies are at and so what's your initial what's your initial response when you see it because we both know that, like, well, I don't know the guy, but I've seen the guy around. I can point him out in a lineup. Y'all know the emoji with the little, the face plant, like, uh, face palm? Yeah. <laughs> I just was like, oh, my gosh. Like, do you know, like, do you know the man personally? Like, not personally, but, like. You trying to ask him, this is my friend? No, I don't. I mean, like, I know, like, if I saw him in public, yeah, I would, like, be like, right. I know who he is. Like, I remember him, like, walking around campus. Somebody said he used to, like, creepily, like, sleek, sleeky, uh, just sneak around campus. Like, I don't know. A lot of people say he was a creep, so I don't know. I'm Listen, I I don't make the news. I'm just here to report it. Child, that was a lie. That was a lie. So, do you feel like, well, okay. There, oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's, let's, let's back it up a little bit. The funny thing that follow with that was that other people were dropping pictures of their baby daddy <laughs> and saying, girl, you ain't alone. 
when I saw that, I was like, oh. Then I started seeing other ones say, like, my baby daddy ain't shit, but he fine, though. <laughs> and it's just so, I, okay, let's let's go back to the initial tweet. Do you feel like she was out of pocket? Some people feel like she was out of pocket for that one. Let me go look at it. Y'all, is my baby daddy ugly? Be honest. This is before the weight gain. So, like, I don't know what the... See, the, like, I feel like, like, what what was the reason? Like, <laughs> You read it, maybe think about one of the comments said, not you out here putting this ugliness for auction. <laughs> Word. I just... I just don't understand, like, okay, I, I don't have children, but, like, let's say that I had a baby daddy, and let's say, um, let's say he was ugly, right? Mm-hmm. Or I felt that he was ugly. I'm finna hide him from the world. <laughs> if no, Like, if nobody knew who he was, uh. I'm not finna tell everybody who that is. You got a point. Hey, that's gonna be my best kept secret. <laughs> Especially if people were saying like he, if if someone doesn't do, if if I had a baby daddy and he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do, and I felt like he was unattractive, the way that I'd probably make it up for who who the daddy was, <laughs> not like regular person. I was say you there. You go put it up no, somebody else. No, no, no. I'm saying like it'd be somebody like famous, like you know, Diggy, your baby. You know, that's your daddy. <laughs> hey, you been hey, you been claiming Diggy for the longest, bro. I yeah. give you that, boy. That's your yeah. guy. But like, no, I, I. But see, I just public like personally, if I posted a picture like that and it went viral, like went like that, mm-mm. Like, I don't even think probably the intention was never probably for it to be that big though. But it couldn't have been because she she does she kind of hinted at kind of deleting it maybe. Whatever, and when she said that, it was like at three hundred quote tweets. So it's, just, it's about at a thousand now. So you might well let this shit ride. And somebody tweeted. <laughs> somebody tweeted. This is it. Hey, I don't know if he's seen it. I'm about to go tell him. And then the reply to the tweet said, "Hey, y'all, uh, I just called him. As soon as he spoke, he said, I already know." <laughs> That has to be the worst call. Like, man, somebody told me. This, this, this man so well working his job, minding his business, get a call and find out that the internet is on his ass. And I'm talking about roasting his ass good today, boy. Imagine not even having a like ima- like for real. Imagine you laying in your like laying in your bed or you off doing something and people keep calling you like, no, okay. The first call is kind of like, okay, they know I'm at work. Yeah. Second call is kind of like, now why are they calling me? And the third call is like, now wait a minute. And then to find out, like, wait, people are, people are doing what? Oh, I wanted to see. Oh, I wanted to see. There's no way he. There's no way he went to his own tweet. Like, I wonder did he go look at it? More than like, like, okay. So let me put myself in like the homegirl position. Like, okay, hypothetically. You got a baby, right? Okay. You not on Twitter. <laughs> Girl posts a, a picture and uh. <laughs> says, yeah, be honest. Is my baby daddy ugly? First time I'm going to send it to you. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> What you want me to say? That's what you going to be like. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. 
Ooh, what would I like? What would how how would I respond? That is that is tough. Damn, that's tough. Let me tell you why it's twofold. That's really tough. But because she said, "Is he ugly?" So she's asking for a response about his ugliness, right? But then secondly, she said, "Oh, this is before the weight gain." So not only did you tell him they were ugly, you told him he was fat too. So, <laughs> that is so, like. Oh, I'd be man. so mad. Like here I am minding my business. <laughs> so you, so 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 you basically like on a scale of zero to four, what what would you give him? <laughs> man, like I'm like it's Thursday, and it was uh, early when I saw that tweet. Early, so I was early. just like, she woke up on the bullshit. So like, all right, if it was me, what I would do, I would probably like one, two. Two. I will call my two cousins to go beat her up. Like that's what it is. I got two kind of young cousins that like don't have a family. Like yeah, they they younger and they still sprite and they can like beat beat the chick up and not get him out of jail. I will call them to to go beat her up and uh, go on about my day. Cause like it belongs to the internet at that point. You got to ride this shit on out. Like I was just literally sitting there like, oh no, like. <laughs> I just, you know, you know, you put yourself in somebody else's shoes. You be like, no, I just, I, if I ever woke up on the internet and somebody was sitting to my, hey, my baby mama ugly, but then like hit the backfire part of that where people were like, okay, bitch. Oh yeah, like I saw a couple of them saying now. That is funny because there were a couple of tweets that said like, bitch, you ugly too, or like, nah, y'all even. Like I see a lot of them. Now the funny part was that put her on the defensive because after that I saw her, she changed her profile pic to like the best one she could find. And then she had like this little four picture drop, like, oh, I'm ugly though. And then I seen it. I was like, yeah, you can yeah. <laughs> no, no fan of flame. Now you was already winning. Just let it be. <laughs> You're doing your best. Like so I saw a lot of that too. But also, now, I did hear this, though, like, on a more serious tip. Not serious, but serious tip. Like, folks are saying, like, it's bad that, like, you are joking about this man being your ugly baby daddy, but you laid down with him and made a baby. And probably more than once. Yeah, like, I... That was the part that kind of like threw me for a loop. It's like, if he's that, but, but she never called the man ugly. She said is. Nah, she kind of, nah. It was it, insinuated. It was insinuated. And she kind of like in the comments, like to the other responses, she basically like kind of piled on, like, you know what I'm saying? Like on the ugly train. Okay. So, yeah. I mean,. There's really, I mean, there. I, I think I believe there might be a few ways to make a baby, but there's one way that a lot of people make babies, and um, it, intercourse. Yeah, I want to have intercourse with you. Relations. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um. <clears throat> ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, you got it. Now, so and there were some guys in there, in the comments too, talking about their baby mama, right? And. 
I I just want to talk directly to some guys real quick. Uh I do not understand you guys that have raw sex with a woman that you would one day be embarrassed by. Like you should have more pride in your own DNA than that. Now, don't get me wrong. I have now if you got a baby mom that you just like y'all was fucking and you liked it, whatever, whoop de whoop, that's one thing. But to try to down her on the backside is where it like blows me. Like, my man. And then as a man, I can say this, like, you know what that shit feel like. You know when you get that you get that feeling like, all right, I ain't got too many more left in me. I'm about to let it ride. Like, you could have pulled out. You know, but you decided to leave that in. That's your baby. Like, like you got around that. You are just as much responsible as she is. So I, I honestly do not understand how guys are so careless with their DNA. Blows my mind. I have when I say I have never, I have never, ever laid with a woman unprotected. That I would be embarrassed about years from now. I thought I think about this shit like like in my younger days. Think about this shit all, like I used to think about this shit all the time. I was like on my way over there, whatever. All this shit, like, if something was to happen, and let's say she really wasn't on the pill, or let's say I didn't pull out or whatever, and she got pregnant, how would I feel about that? And that was like my guide in life for everything. So you know, like it's. It was plenty of people that were like, man, we may not have worked, like, we wouldn't have worked out and we wouldn't be, we had to do the co-parenting thing, but I wouldn't be nowhere near embarrassed. Right. I was like, yeah, that's my baby mama. She fine, ain't she? We just don't get along. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't, under, like, I don't know, maybe that's just a me thing because I don't. Decision-making skills. Like, what? I don't understand how that shit doesn't line up. Like, like, and, and I'm not saying I don't I don't know, because I don't want to kick niggas back in a little too bad because I don't like being that guy. Mm-hmm. But it, but that is one thing that I truly and honestly don't understand because it's like you like having sex with, with a chick is one thing. Like, I understand, like, everybody got different levels. Like, some, some, some guys are volume shooters. Like, they like to hit a little bit of everything. Hey, I don't care. But to have unprotected sex and... To ejaculate in a woman, that's like a lot of commitment, like and a lot of steps of approach, like on the way there. Like, that's the part that I just like, bruh. Like, think about the people don't be thinking about the bigger picture or the future. It's just the right now. I made this decision, and now because it's kind of like you like. You say you caught up and oh, it felt so so good or something something like that. It's like, bro, you already hitting her. Like, what? You, like, how much? How much farther can it go? Like, you you did what you came to do. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm off. I know I'm not off. I'm no. not off. I'm pretty much spot on on this one. So I don't know. You ever seen somebody like, well, in your situation, seen somebody baby mama and you judge them off of it? <laughs> Of course not. I'm just like I'm. I'm trying to think. I don't think that I've. Hmm. 
I don't. I can't recall me ever really being like, oh that, that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. now I've had people come like make excuses before. Like, hey, look. <laughs> and I be like, wait. So like they gave you like a disclaimer before they showed you their baby mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, or I like, or never show. But I'm just like that. That's show business. <laughs> I don't know. As a guy, sometimes it'd be like, uh, you see somebody, baby daddy, you kind of size them up like, let's say like early, let's say like early off, you see a chick, you know, whoop, whoop, yeah, I got a little, whatever, whoop, whoop, you know what I'm saying? Like he was this, that, and the third, whatever. Let's say you know the guy, don't know the guy, whatever. It'd be like a little thought in your mind, be like, oh, you let him hit? Oh, I'm straight. Like, <laughs> Is that how that goes for y'all? Because in my head, like, let's say, let's say opposite, right? Uh-huh. Like, okay, yeah, like, gotta go meet the mom would have been if I if I see and it's like if hmm, I'm not gonna lie to you I'm gonna be honest this is an honest place yes if I see her and I just be like nah wait a minute it's really gonna have me like wait am I am I playing myself like is this <laughs> um, should I be in another league like be honest you like you like is like are you worthy of me? You're like at that level. Like, is that's what you inseminate? Like, dang, like, is this what I think of myself? Like, or is it what I look like? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm... No, the funny thing is I saw some tweets, like, in response to, like, once the timeline just kind of, like, just started talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody said, let me update my profile picture my, just in case my baby daddy get in this conversation. <laughs> Look, I put your best foot forward. Hey, look, I was like, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. Because, you know, everybody does have their uh, this her or this him picture. And you got to have a good one. So, but uh, I don't know what to say to that situation. Like, good luck to him. I don't. don't, Yeah, I really hate. Like, it almost felt like, like, after a while, I felt like cyberbullying. And I said, and it is weird. Like, it's it would be, I think it would be funny if I, like, this wasn't somebody I would see. But I'm like, dang. Oh, nah, let me tell you a little, it felt like cyberbullying. Well, it wasn't me, but uh, uh, our other homeboy <laughs> grew up with him. And he was just basically, like, telling, like, so there's a viral video of him getting slapped in the club. When that video reached, I said, oh, Lord. Because <laughs> somebody said, like, somebody in the comments was like, ain't that old buddy got slapped in the club? And a couple people were like, huh? And then a homeboy who came up with the video, like out of nowhere, like, oh yeah, this video? And just <laughs> But the funnier part was like, I don't know if you saw it, but a homeboy actually started telling us like stories about from when they was younger. They're like, Yeah, I remember when he got slapped in third grade in Miss Huey's class. <laughs> then he they were like, Yeah, man, that boy big getting slapped. <laughs> What a day. I know today had to be the longest Thursday ever in... Well, I don't know if it's the longest Thursday ever in his life, but, like, uh-huh. just to be the butt of the joke uh-huh. all day. Man. And then, like, the crazy thing about it is, like, Twitter, you know, is, like, current. Like, yeah. that's where you're going to get your news the fastest. There are people who have not seen this yet, and it's Ooh. not going to surface until tomorrow. I said if that... When this shit hits um that Facebook all-class group, I hope it. <laughs> it's up. It's up there and stuff because that you know, I don't I don't I don't be on Facebook so Me so I don't really know. But there's one thing I know that Facebook group goes dumb. I don't know. Maybe if, ready for the mess. Right. So uh, I know. Good luck to that man or whatever. But uh, 
I think what's next? Are we going to talk? Oh, so do you know about Brian Flores? I know you know nothing about sports, but let me fill you in on this. So it's this shit shaking up in the NFL. Okay. Big time, right? I saw Chris Bosch's, uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, when he said he's going to boycott, boycott the, the NFL. NFL. Is that why? No. Oh, so, okay. Brian Flores is Miami Dolphins' ex-coach. He was just let go, right? Ex-coach, let go. Got it. Right. So, he's a black guy. Oh, man. Yeah. And his season wasn't that bad. So, they lost, like, I think six games straight to start. Well, they started off, like, 0-6. But they went seven game on a seven-game winning streak after oh, wow. that. So, like, they started balling out, right? So... You know, after a year like that, you know, whatever. And for the Miami Dolphins, they're, like, pretty much a terrible franchise frequently. So, after, you know, like, all right, cool, y'all looking up. Things looking up for y'all. He gets let go. And a lot of people leave like, this is some bullshit, whatever. So, he is suing the NFL for discrimination. Okay. He came out and said that the owner of the Dolphins – Offered him a hundred thousand dollars per game that he lost. So how it works is that the worse you are, the better lottery pick you get for the draft. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, if you're like a terrible team, you might you're probably gonna get the best player coming out of the draft. So what some teams do is like when they realize they're not gonna win nothing like that. It's bad for the game, but they'll start tanking. Mm-hmm. So they'll just start like purposely losing. What? Yeah, so they'll start purposely losing. So to get a a worse record, so you can get a better number, try to get a better number for it in the draft. So you get like one of the first picks. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So is that why the Cowboys used to do what they did? Wait, talking about did you? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait the fucking minute. You weren't supposed to, wait, hold on, what the fuck? You gonna leave my precious cowboys out of this, all right? I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. All right, so it's, it's somebody somewhere laughing their ass, I keep, 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 keep. But anyway, now, that's one thing, right? Uh-huh. Oh, this shit got all kind of messy after that. So the New England Patriots coach is Bill Belichick. Belichick? Right? Bill Belichick. Okay. All right. Well, what's the, another one is Bill Flores? Brian. Brian Flores, Bill Belichick. Got yeah, it. Brian Flores is the black guy mm-hmm. that's Miami's coach. So there's a thing called the Rooney Rule. The Rooney Rule is says that NFL teams have to interview at least two external minority coaches when they have for coaching positions. Basically, like, kind of force some kind of like, you know what I'm saying, um, affirmative action. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they don't have to hire them, but they have to interview them because it's like a, a large um, gap between black coaches and white coaches. And they've seen like white coaches with like, comes from like losing teams and losing seasons or have no kind of head coaching experience getting hired on to be like NFL head coaches. And there's like plenty of like black coaches with this experience and you know, whatever. They just kind of any reason not to hire the black guy. Mm. So they have to interview two black external candidates, right? So <laughs> Bill Belichick used to be Tom Brady's coach at New England. So 
Brian Flores gets a text from Bill Belichick saying like, hey man, I heard from New York being the Giants and uh, the and somebody else, I think like the, the Jets or somebody said, hey man, you're their guy, man. They're, they're really excited to have you. Hopefully that's where you want to land. So Brian's like, all right, cool, man. Appreciate it, coach. And he kind of, kind of a little moment pass. He's like, well, you said that, you know, New York said I'm that guy or whatever, but my um, my interview isn't until Thursday. So he's, Bill Belcher, like, oh, shit, I fucked up. I meant to send it to Brian. It's another Brian. I forgot his last name. Brian Dobolt, Dibolt, or something like that. So basically, Bill fucked up and sent the white guy a text saying like, hey, I've already heard from the NFL coaches in New York that they're going to pick you as their guy. Congratulations. And Flores is like, how the fuck are they going to pick somebody when I haven't even interviewed yet? So now that's why he's suing for discrimination to the NFL. He's like, per the Rooney rule, before they make any decisions, they have to, you know, at least interview everybody. So now they were going to interview me, but they already have their hire picked out. So now it's like they on the same they on the same bullshit, and it's kind of a big deal to those paying attention because this is like, and there's evidence, and then there's another black coach named Hugh Jackson from Cleveland saying that like, hey, my owner and the Cleveland Browns offered me money for losing games also. But the crazy shit about him is like he did lose those games. Like they, they sucked. So now it's the big thing going on is like Brian Flores is really has like a solid case against the NFL. And the NFL is kind of like these teams are kind of put in like a, a tight spot because like what the fuck do you say you got like it's like damn near. And, it's, it, and he says that there's more evidence of this shit going on. So. We don't know how that shit's gonna play out. So, do they talk about this on Skip and Shannon? I like watching them. Mm-hmm. Okay, they talked about it. I'm gonna have to watch to undisputed. Cause, cause the fucked up part about it is like, an NFL team is privately owned. Mm-hmm. Like, so if the black card came up on a couple of billion dollars, we can pay a franchise fee and become an NFL team and and buy our way into the NFL. Like, but it, it costs that much. Like, NFL teams are expensive. Mm-hmm. That's why we only have 32 of them. So, but they're privately held. So, it's kind of like the NFL is kind of put in a tight spot because they can't tell somebody else what to do with the team that they own. So, you got these white guys with money, but then you want to have, like, this inclusive atmosphere and your coaching practices and things like that. So, we don't know where it's going to go, but it's just like, Damn, how like what'd you think about that? Like just like I know I know it's sports talk. No, so like no, I ain't gonna judge because hey, we all send the wrong text every once in a while. <laughs> but like how did he mess that up? Like somebody said somebody said right after that he probably changed the uh the names in his phone to White Brian and Black Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's just like I mean, and I ain't gonna lie, like that's such an easy mistake to make, right? right. Like, you, especially same name. Same name. So I, Black Brian probably was sitting there like. Yeah, because you probably think it's like, 
man, tell me congratulations, and I don't interview for another two days. And then he already got fired from. Wait, and then so, and then what's his name? Belichick responded and said, "Oh, that wasn't for you." Yep. That's what he. Yep. No. Now and then some. I would have not said nothing back now, at all. Now see, and so Bill is kind of like a coach known for uh, little deceptive ways in the game. Some people, some people say they think that uh. Bill set the other team up like basically like it's it's a it's a conspiracy out there that Bill purposefully sent that text to Brian hmm. to kind of get the shit because it's not his team mm-hmm. like his team ain't got nothing to do with the I don't know it's, it's the Broncos the Broncos the Giants and maybe and another team oh the Dolphins duh like those are three teams that's named in the lawsuit. So, and Bill Belichick is the coach of the Patriots. So, his team ain't got. He just came in and just sprinkled a little salt. <laughs> just a little salt. Hey, threw rocks out. He hit his hand like, oh, I didn't sit. I sent it to the wrong Brian. Oops. Because that response is giving like, oops, my bad. <laughs> right, right. My so, bad. So, yeah, and it's, a, it's a deal, man. And that's it's crazy. Um. Like damn man, it's it's why that this shit like goes on to that high up level, because Brian Flores is a great coach. Like he did good. Like had no reason to lose his job or whatever. So and I think they probably got rid of him because he he didn't want to play ball. Like like because they said uh, when he said on the back end is like when they offered me the money to lose the games, he was like, nah, that ain't in my DNA. We don't like I don't do that. Come on, man of integrity. And so, and in this, and in this situation with him filing this lawsuit, is like he he's also putting his future career on the line because it's like, you know, what other team is going to want to pick him up? Like, I'm not saying that they wouldn't or they won't, but it's it's, it's tough to get into, you know, those ranks. It is, but it. If he win this case against the NFL, he might not need to coach no more. But I, I don't know what the coach's lifestyle is like. Mm-hmm. Like they probably do they get paid like a player? No, they get paid. Oh, they get paid. Okay. But I mean, they be like they be coaching for years. Some coaches be like coaching, coaching for like I don't even. Like, I can't think of uh, what's my Ed Reed like. Not Ed Reed, what the fuck is that? Um, Kansas City coach. Anyway. So you looking? Uh, Mike Tomlin been coaching for me, but yeah, coach be coaching. So yeah, man, um, that's what's going on in the sports world for you. And got any other questions? That's actually quite interesting, and I'm looking forward to like you think this is gonna be like a public case that we're gonna be able to like watch or like keep up with. Oh no, it's definitely gonna be something that we're gonna like keep up with, like the because what they're probably what they're probably gonna do. They're probably going to settle. Like, I can really, really, like, I mean, they have to settle because he's looking for, like, you know, he's going to sue for damages. Like, they can't, you can't sue your way into a job. Like, he can't sue them to be hired on as a coach. Like, that's not, he can't do that. So, of course, he's asking for money. So. But what if they get the other dude to understand? This is like how to get away with murder except for, like, how to get away with. Racism. (laughs) True, but I, I, I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy person. But what if that dude did just 
sprinkle a little something like, hmm. like what if they find out like, yeah, okay. I, or what if they pay him to say, okay, I didn't, like I sent that text. Well, no, because he could lose his no, job. No, who, the coach? Belichick. 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 No, no, Bill sent the, like, he, but see, the thing is, he sent the text and things. But, but could, how much do you think he would accept if he said, okay. But I no, he's just, not, he's not, the, like, he has, he has nothing to do with nothing. They ain't going to pull him to the stand? He, they can, but so like his job isn't at stake. Like this, his job, his team, they are outside of the situation. I'm just saying, I watch enough court show like Power, right? I mean, even they did they like bring them in and be like, "So you sent that text on this day saying this? Why did you send it?" I'm like, "Okay, I made it up." But not nah, because he can say, "Yeah, I did. Yeah, he said it." Like, and because that's what I'm saying. So it'll only hurt other teams. Like so. I mean, and Bill doesn't seem like the kind of guy that really cares about like protecting others or whatever. So, yeah, that don't mean nothing to him that they be in trouble or they got to pay money. His so. So is this gonna so? These teams that need a coach, what are they gonna do in between time? Like they gonna hire the other the white Brian? Yeah, I think they might even they might even already announced. But so like, there's no there's there's no shortage of coaches mm-hmm. in like. They can hire they can hire a coach from anywhere. Like people have defensive coordinators that, you know, go on the head coaching positions, offense coordinators. So it's but the problem was they they weren't getting black coaches. And black coaches were getting like were kind of being left behind. Like mm-hmm. they were and they were highly qualified because black coaches be having like good seasons. Like they be pl- like black like so Mike Tomlin is the black coach at Pittsburgh Steelers. He's been there for like several years and he's never had a losing season so are there not a lot of black coaches in the nfl at all no and not compared to all 32 teams Mm -mm. wow see i see people always talking about like i'm going for the steelers because i got a black coach but i didn't realize that that was like a oh yeah it's very few Hmm. so it's like uh i think who i like don't quote me but maybe four and I and that is and I think it might, and I'm not even sure on that four because hell if you don't count Brian Flores now there might be three, but yeah man so we're gonna see how this is gonna go on you know whatever so that's a little NFL news for y'all and any of our lady followers who don't watch football nigga. it could be men followers that don't understand either. Whoa now sister soldier, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> Back saying. <it> up. <laughs> Well, if well if your boyfriend doesn't know about Brian Flores, you got a girlfriend. So uh, we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be right back with you. Hey, what's going on, y'all? We got this new segment for y'all we think y'all going to love. It's going to be called Shoot or Shoot, and it's going to be the opportunity for our local, single, and professional individuals to come onto the black card, advertise their dopeness, and let people know that their DMs are wide open. So when you see somebody you like or you hear something you like, all you got to do is drop a bread emoji in their DMs, in the comments, post a picture of bread, and tag them in it. The more you emphasize the bread, that means the stronger you like that person. So y'all stay tuned. We hope you enjoy it. We enjoy doing it. And I'll see y'all later. Okay, y'all. So in honor of Black History Month, Bath and Body Works did something special for the people. You know what I'm saying? So I got on Twitter the other day and this girl tweeted, why I'm thinking Bath and Body Works has a new fragrance and it's the same fragrance only in Kente cloth colors. And I don't know who told these companies 
that kente cloth equals black but you basically you dressed up my my sweater weather in a kente cloth <laughs> like excuse me and so let me i felt okay i wasn't outraged is not the term that's too intense mm-hmm. but i was disappointed because i felt like we be we be fucking with with bath and body works like i thought that they would know better i mean i mean yes i thought they would know better do y'all not have anybody but then okay so while we might might be confused about the whole kente cloth thing there has to have been some black person that was like yeah that's fine or did they get and i always think about that too is like in situations like this especially this specific situation like there had where are the black people in the building Obviously not in that room, but see if you get outvoted because think about it in 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 work setting though, right? Your but, boss is gung ho about something, and you speak your piece about, hey, I don't think this would be a good idea. Like, nope, the colors love kente cloth. Like that absolutely <laughs> means that you know you know we are with the people. We have to show that Black Lives Matter. So what? The, like what shows that better? It sounds like uh, Dre at work on, on Blackish. <laughs> Look, I'm just like you know what you know what I would like to believe actually I would like to believe that there is a black woman sitting in these rooms trying to tell these people no and they and she just kind of be like all right watch what happens like that's what I really hope I, I I hope that there's but do you also know what I also be thinking what we do have that subset of black folks where they skin folk, but they not kin folk. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't went to... Oh, yeah, just, that sounds like a great idea. Oh, like, yeah, we'll just take some of this kente cloth. <laughs> I, I got it, you guys. Take some of this some of this African fabric. <laughs> and, like, nah, they, they don't know the word kente. Take some of this African fabric. You remember that? You remember the Democrats that put it around their shoulders and took a knee? You remember that powerful moment? I forgot moment? about <laughs> that. <laughs> they literally... <laughs> <laughs> the president couldn't get up and shit. <laughs> Why they do us like this? Uh, you, know, you remember they doing it for George Floyd? They they took a knee, the length that George Floyd had a knee on his neck. Oh my God! With the damn kente cloth around their shoulders, bro. This is like I feel like what like what like when the women be saying like, "Why are you out here playing in my face?" That's my favorite thing to say. <laughs> Why like, you playing in my face? Like it's just like as black people, that's how we are in America. It's just like. Fuck, man. I know. I ain't even trying to. Be, I'm not trying to take up for other people. I know they gotta be tired. Like, like you know, I'm trying. I bet no. you. It's like, I bet you being white feels like being a man in a relationship. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've tried. You me. said you wanted me to to, to honor you, no, so me. I went out and I I got the African print, and now you're mad. I, I like. What do you want? Being being white in, in corporate America is like being a man going to the store. It's just like, boy, let me tell you, a list to the store? Oh, my God. That, you talking about some stress, boy. And you be with honest effort. Honest effort. So. Do you know, I'm sorry, to, I'm about to, we're going to come right back. I cannot wait 
until I'm married one day and my husband's getting on my nerves and I'm going to make a list of stuff that I know is going to like going to be impossible to find in the store like okay this is going to get rid of my Shallot. Fuck them up. Shallot. <laughs> okay, but I need two shallots. I need I give you two things right now to fuck them up. Shallot, look, shallot, Velveeta cheese. Velveeta cheese gets me too because it's never in the same place in the store. Cuz it's not with the cheese. It's not with the cheese, Bye. but it is block cheese. The logic portion of a man's mind will literally short circuit looking for Velveeta cheese. I don't even know what section it's in. Like, is it, is it over in the, in the little, in, in the Mexican Hispanic section? I feel like it's in like the, by the noodles and stuff. Wow. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to remember because I feel like every time I go to the store, it moves. Like, right now, I know it's probably towards the front of the store because Super Bowl coming up. Man, that bitch probably gonna be over by the paper towels next time you go there. But when I used to look for ice, be like, okay, now, now where is it? I'm trying to think. I gotta make a list of stuff. I gotta make that list because I'll never forget. I found a man in the store one time, and he was looking for ginger, and he like for like root ginger. Uh huh. And he was on the spice aisle next to me. I said, uh huh. Time out. Ginger ain't on the spice aisle. I mean, yes, they do have ginger on the spice aisle, but you can actually get the ginger root. It's not on the spice aisle? That's that's not on the spice aisle? Why would they have, like, the actual root on the spice? The spice aisle has only spices. But it's ginger. Yeah, but this is, it's going to be with the produce. Because it's an actual, like, what? Why would you don't find tomatoes by the tomato paste. You could, you should. No. If I'm looking for ginger, I would have looked by the spice because it's a spice. So so that was a logical thing for that man. <laughs> yes. I was sitting there looking like. He's not wrong. I said. I would expect it like, I I understand that the the, the spices come in the containers that, that are like, all of them are the same. So I understand like it wouldn't be on like right beside the ginger. But I would expect to look to the left and see ginger. Men in the grocery store. Y'all, I'll never forget this man. I told him I was sick. I said, can you get me some chicken noodle soup because I don't feel well. I said, I'm probably just going to eat the broth, but I need that soup. He literally bought me a box of chicken broth. <laughs> I was just like, why did I say that? Hey, but you know what's crazy, though? He was being, he was. No, broth. That's another thing. I remember I had to go in the store and give me some, like, chicken broth, beef broth or whatever. I knew it was in a box. I had no idea what the fuck that shit was. It took me, like, years to start kind of like figuring out I still don't quite know like like I'm having this conversation with you now I can kind of visualize it by the by the soups I think like I know where it is in the store I go to see by the soups I I I don't even know where I would start I with think. that one I don't even know where I would start with that one it's something like literally I had to ask somebody that's that's wild it's not wild the stuff is not is not there in a logical fashion it doesn't make sense Ginger root not being with the spices, but it's a spice. Because this, but it's a spice, but it's not with the spices. I mean, but you're not gonna. I'm not gonna what? Is is it a? Hold on, is it a spice when it's still in the root form? Yeah, I guess so. That's why damn. That's why them white folks came over here looking for it. For ginger. Uh, they was looking for spices that they still ain't found. Columbus knew. Oh, it was a joke. 
Somebody somewhere is laughing. It's just that you. <laughs> it took me a minute. I'm like, what is it? Spices? But anyway. Back to the conversation. God. I'm sorry. Derail. I did you just say grocery store? But, Amanda uh, made me go. Bath and body work. So I so I was talking to Dub about today. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of on the same thing. It was like, you know, we criticize and we react to these big companies when they do shit like this. But there's, but like, what do we want? Like, what more do we want from them? Or like, at least they're trying. And my response to that is that there was no pressure to do anything. Because if they didn't do anything, nobody would say like no like nobody on February first is waking up looking to see what Bath and Body Works is doing for Black History Month. This is very true, but like you never know the the climate of stuff because when certain stuff happens, it's like why didn't you say anything? But then the they thing, say something and it's like why did you say it like that? But it's like this: you can only be graded on what you turn in. I I because I because I, I, I gave it to it like this. If you go to, you, you probably go to Best Buy's website today and you're going to go look up the iPad, the AirPods, whatever. You ain't going to look to see what they're doing for Black History Month. Now, if they put some bullshit out there, you're going to judge them off of what they did. This is very true. Because, and it's like, there's no pressure to do anything. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, on the backside of that, if you do this shit right, you getting all kind of kudos. We're going to buy you up. We're going to. Now, that's what you're looking for. Because Target does that. They bring their black artists and stuff like that in. Or they do what? Black. They that, bring in black people to uh, create black content that we go buy up from Target. How smart is that? Who, who would have thunk to get the black people to get the, to buy the black stuff? It's that simple. Yeah, you're right. Because let me tell you, you know what Dove said in literally 30 seconds of, this, of, of our conversation about this? You know what idea she had? That would have been like 10 times better. What's that? She said, I would like to see him do like candles in just different shades of brown. I said. Oh, that's. <laughs> oh, snatch off the shelf. Yes. Off the shelf. They would be, the, the shelves would be empty. I like Bath and Body Works got brown candles, y'all. Like, and like, I got Ooh. a whole thing full of candles. Ooh. What if for like the month they were like black and body works? Black and body, and that'll be like this little subset of like their whatchamacallit. Their now, watch black next candles. year when they do this. Oh, if they do this, shit, you can't tell me that our podcast ain't huge. I'd be like, our podcast is fucking huge. If any brand want to get their shit popping, needs to come through us. You never know who you know who know who and what this places. True. This is true, but like, honestly, like to, to dial it and to be serious, if they had just that simple idea, like. Scrap the damn Kente cloth shit because that shit's whack. But if they just had brown candles of different brown, whatever. Or I said, like, for those that know Lacey Jordan's style of print, uh-huh. like, if they had, like, hired her to, to, yes. to do the packaging, like, and you know how we are. It literally would be the Popeye's chicken sandwich all over oh, again. we would be lined up. Lined up. Cause we gotta get our black candles. Mm-hmm. Like you see how them candles still sitting there. You just see how we act. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had an idea. I had a joke. An idea. <laughs> All right, y'all don't judge me. But while I was talking, I was thinking to myself, what? 
What if they gave us a discount and all black counts were three fifths off? <laughs> Bird. This man has walked off and is weak at himself. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm Not sorry. me over here. Three divided by five. So you get 60% <laughs> off? Shoot. Okay. Okay, I'm back. But, nah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. It, uh, I, can you cancel a black podcast for being pro-black? Like, is that a thing? Like, I don't think we'd be canceled for that. No. Because if a white podcast said that, oh, they'll be fucked. Oh, it would be. It would be over with. Oh, it'd be O-V. Why do we have so many listens on this one? Episode? Uh... Uh, man, because um, like them whack ass niggas from that was talking shit about black women. Like when you go to Spotify, mm-hmm. they'll uh, some episodes they'll tell you like the most shared episode. Is and that one for DJ Academics? His um, one with them two whack ass niggas was uh, the most shared. And I, if you like podcast and you want to hear them get put in their place i kind of get put together y'all need to go to the flagrant two podcast with uh akash singh and andrew schultz they had um them on there and akash was not having that shit like it was like he just basically ain't giving no breaks good right sometimes you need somebody to check you and that's what i would like because i was telling one of my homeboys that too is like i don't find that shit like okay you can criticize black women. Like, as in a black... Like, I understand black men expressing their discontent with, you know, the things that black women do or their black women experience. Fine. But it, when it comes from a place of... But I'm going to stick beside them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get that. Like, yeah, they can be a handful. Yeah, but they have greater size too. But just to sit up, sit up here and be like, yeah, black women this, black women that. I'm going to go get me a white woman. Well, shit, we ain't got shit to talk about, homeboy. And you need to keep my women's name out your mouth. Like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like this shit, man. I don't like this shit at all. I love, like, how, like, when stuff like that happens, like, black. Not, it's not just black women you see and come behind it. It's like black men are like, wait, 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 wait now. Right. Like, I know we be talking that shit about them. Like, because even, like, you know, some people talk about, like, Kevin Samuels and shit like that, but he he doesn't support the degradation of the black household. Like that's like he he may say things to the effect of like black women are in direct competition with Asian and Latino women. He'll say things like that, which is you know a somewhat legit statement. But he is nowhere near saying like, "Hey, black men, you need to give up on these black women." Like that is. Nowhere near in his. I don't be knowing what Kevin Samuel say because I don't listen to him. He was just on Nicki Minaj, so shit. I, I saw I saw that little clip, but like if if I can avoid Kevin Samuels. Listen, man, he everywhere now. Yeah. I, I'm gonna... Wait, the, the sad part is like so. There's you know there's like a title for um. I don't even know what to call it really, but like Kevin Sam. We'll, we'll put Kevin Samuels like the king. Like, mm-hmm. are the father. 
mm-hmm. and there are a lot of like little spaces um our podcast we'll call it they're like they're obviously their son his sons but it's called like the manverse maniverse or something like that i swear i just learned this term recently and it's for people like them two whack ass niggas uh my main that said about the the lawyer needs to babysit on clubhouse uh him you know and other outlets like that so but the wild shit is like people be listening to them like they be having legitimate like strong like listenerships that's wild like it's a lot of lame niggas in the world speaking of lame people did you see the the post about the girl who uh with the job she was like a recruiter or something like that or was recruiting another black girl uh-huh, uh-huh. The the Facebook post. Yes. Okay, that's what it was. I don't remember exactly what it said. Okay. So, Mercedes S. Johnson. Got a whole full name out there. And she made it public when she posted it. So, she mm-hmm. really thought she was going off when she said mm-hmm. it. She said, I just offered a candidate $85,000 for a job that had a budget of one hundred thirty dollars I offered her that because that's what she asked for. And I personally don't have the bandwidth to give lessons on salary negotiation. Here's the lesson that she didn't have the bandwidth to give. Always ask for the salary you want, in parentheses, deserve, no matter how large you think it might be. You never know how much money a company has to work with. Hashtag be confident. What was your thoughts when you saw that? Because, oh, this one said Twitter in a tizzy. I just was like, you... Bitch, That's, you a hater. Mm-hmm. Like for you to come in, I like I just don't see myself being in a position um, where I can put other people on, and mm-hmm. I'm a, like not give her everything. Like I'm, I'm gonna make sure. Like oh, you want? You said you want 130k. Like, like like correct him. Like oh, you said you want 130k, right? Oh, no, I said eighty five. No, no, I I think I I wrote it down clearly. You said you wanted a hundred and thirty five because that's what we have to give you. So I think I, I, if I'm just making sure we're clear, right? And like, oh yes, I would like a hundred and thirty k. Like, but that's like, I hate to see that where where people like. <laughs> Goddamn neighbor slamming doors and shit. I didn't even. He don't ever be there. So when I do here, I'm like. And he mad at somebody. She didn't get on the nerve. Listen, right, but, he didn't get on his nerves. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to discriminate. <laughs> Am I hypothetical? In my okay, back to that story. But in my head, my neighbor, he like is a like serial killer. That's why he's never there. And like, he like lives his whole double life. And this is just his hideout spot every once in a while. Absolutely don't know him. I hope he never listens. He got body stacked up in the damn garage. Yeah, like, it don't sink or anything. There's nothing. There's actually absolutely nothing in the garage. How do you know that? His garage been up before. Oh. That's kind of weird. Yeah, like, it's it's like he don't live there for real. So, it's like. Oh, he goes out and does his murders and comes back. Mm-hmm. Like, so he has a permanent address here. And he goes out. And he probably does, like, weird serial killer stuff somewhere mm-hmm. else. And then he comes back here. And, boom. Like, he pays bills here and everything like that. Like, I really, I mean, he don't even put his trash out. That's how I know he's like, he does not live here. Mm, that's my kind of neighbor. Yeah, it actually is really. So when I do hear noise, it kind of scares me because I'm like, oh. 
She was like, damn, who you didn't kill this time? Right. Yeah. Okay, but back to the story, right? <laughs> Squirrel. I just, I don't see myself ever being in a position where I have. <laughs> Y'all. I, I, hope, I, hope, I hope they, they can hear the, the door slam on <laughs> thing. I hope so too. His garage right there too. So like he might, maybe he's heavy handed, but. Maybe. Damn. <laughs> Anywho. But I got out of this when I moved. <laughs> just not. Nobody's tap dancing above me, so that's nice. Anywho, um, I don't like that. And I just feel like black women, I mean, for, I'm not going to say like all, but a lot of times you'll see black women feel like they have to have like a one-up on somebody. Mm-hmm. It, but that's a lack of confidence in yourself, though. Mm-hmm. Talking about hashtag be confident. No, no, no. That would have been a perfect opportunity for you to teach her that lesson that you put on Facebook. And now, I don't know if you saw this, and I just kind of heard this, that she got fired for that. Yes, she should. Exactly. Imagine being the candidate, and you, and now this tweet that went viral. That's a crazy thing. Anything you put on this internet, mm-hmm. it can take off. Man, I saw something that basically was like, somebody was, mm, I don't know if they was an HR rep or something like that. And basically, like, they, somebody had gave some suggestions, like, you need to go in there and immediately ask for uh, so-and-so, like, however, whatever the difference is, $1,000 raise. Um, and basically, like, that is enough justification to say that you are operating at a level in which you deserve that amount and the company has it to give. But then, so, the thing that made me really upset about it is like, like I guess I'll say like her demeanor and her post is like be confident, argue your negotiation. Man, if you you don't know this girl may be young and out of flight. Cause let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you like this: when I got out of college and I first started working at NASA, one there's there's no there's no job that I would take for the money that I that they I took to work at NASA when I came fresh out, right? But at that time, that was more money than I had ever seen in my life in one mm-hmm. place. When they sent me that awful letter and I saw this number and I was like, what the fuck? Because it's my first time offered an annual salary. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, shit, let me snatch this shit and sign this shit before they change their mind. You know, it's almost, I ain't going to use the term predatory, but it's just like, why in her situation, it's not even your money. Like, you... No, actually, nobody wins but the company. You save the company money for what? Like, I don't, I don't believe it turns into like no a direct bonus or anything like that. So, you just want to like tap dance for the company, like, oh, I saved you thirty thousand dollars. And the funny thing is, you it makes you wonder. So, okay, as an HR, like I'm assuming she's probably in some type of HR or something like that, right? I don't know how the recruiters work. Or like, or she's a recruiter. So like, let's just say she's a recruiter. I don't know how much she makes. Mm -hmm. But let's if she's hiring somebody that has a budget of 130 k, you think she make 130 k? Oh hell no, absolutely not. That's probably what it is. Probably Mm -hmm. some hating. Like I don't make that much, and if you're not smart enough to ask for it, no, I'm not gonna give it to you. Damn, that's some hating shit. It really is, because in my head, it's just like, okay. And you know, and you know, she probably got on her high horse, got on the phone with 
Girl, these folks in here, I had $130 get this girl, and, she, and we offered 85 and she said, okay, they, boy, they crazy. They don't know what they doing. They're they so stupid. Not, but it's people like that in the world, mm-hmm. though. They would rather talk about you than help you out. Right, and it's, it's really sad because it's like some, not only outside of like maybe her being young, but there are, well, you, especially, you know, you know, we're engineers. We know how a lot of engineers are. Some engineers are just docile people. Like, they're not going to push against the status quo. They're not going to make any fuss. Like, they're going to sit down, do their work. You offer them, you know, you offer them this. They may just take it just because that's the work they want to do. And that's just how, but that doesn't mean that they need to live, you know, by lesser means. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I hate seeing shit like that. Like, it really fucked with me. Like, I ain't going to say fucked, but it really, like, bothered me. Like, that's some, really foul shit like it's evil spirited that's the thing that kind of fucks with me it's yeah, like it, like you literally gained nothing except for a facebook post and now you've lost your job because you thought you were and, hmm. and you don't come from like and the thing is you, you're making this post and you're not you're not even making it from a position of power like it's just it, i don't know it's just hating it really is and it's sad to see because like you know, do other do other cultures do shit like that? I don't, I don't know. Like I, I, I feel like like we talk about this of like, would a white person do this? Not a white man to a white man, definitely not. Low key, they in there trying to get their people in. Like, yeah, hey, I got this job. Right, that's the thing. Come on. Like, white woman to white man, I don't see it happening. White man to white woman, maybe a little bit, kind of ish, but also in the social structure, white women ain't got to have a lot of money, mm-hmm. like, because that white man, they got the, they got the money, the white woman is married to. Yep. So, because I remember I was trying to make that kind of, was it was a couple weeks ago, I was talking about the fresh and fit niggas, and I was talking about like, you know. Black women, white women, and like the social status and things like that, and you know, black women and independence, and and my argument or my statement was that white women don't have to have a level of independency because their dependency is coming from the top of the food chain. Like, white women in general in society, they don't have to go out and make a lot of money because the man that they're married to are the white white men make the most money. So they don't have to have the drive and the gumption that black women have or to push like they, they don't have the motivation. They don't have to have the motivation to push for it. Not saying that they don't, but they don't have to. Cold world. Shoot, we just living in it. So, but anyway, man. Yeah, that recruiter, man. Hope she's having a terrible day. Man, I just hope she learned her lesson that, like that, that bought you nothing. Mm-hmm. Being mean does not buy you anything. And and Dub was telling me about like, uh, oh, Dub was also telling me a story. Like there was another story of a recruiter that, um, I guess there was on like a Zoom call or something. Oh like yes, that. and she turned that phone call off. Well, tell me about. Cause I didn't. I didn't. So I like I I don't know if I read it somewhere or saw it or whatever, but basically they were on a Zoom call or whatever, and they were offering her something. The recruiter accidentally disconnected the Zoom. And called or contacted the person and said, you need to ask for this. 
Mm-hmm. And then they got back on and got it together. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, right. get people right. Put, like, even, even if you put somebody in a position to win, like, there's enough out here for everybody. So it'll come back to you in another way. Like, yeah, okay, like, let's say I'm making – I don't know what a recruiter salary is. Let's say I'm making fifty thousand, mm-hmm. and I I get the opportunity to offer another a young black woman one hundred thirty thousand. Like, hey, boom, here you go. Well, I don't know. Maybe this lady comes up, that girl becomes whatever, mm-hmm. and there's a position open somewhere where maybe I can come over, and now boom, now I'm making whatever. Right. But she like people are always the crazy thing about the internet. People are always gonna remember her name, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be like, oh, you that girl that. You that oh, you know she. You know her name dirty in her city, wherever she at. Mm-hmm. Like so. I wonder what that conversation was like with her company when they let her go. Oh, they probably let her go with extreme prejudice because it was a. Because people found out like the company in which she represented or whatever, so I saw it somewhere. But uh, oh, it's because I think think of it from a company standpoint is like yeah you think you're doing us a solid but now you got our name out here dirty as if we have shady business practices mm-hmm. like and you are extremely expendable and obviously like the all you had to do was nothing you just literally just didn't have to go on Facebook to and then like my thing is you wanted people to see it you made it public I saw the little world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you shared it with the intention of people seeing it yeah it should you, that shit ain't go the way you thought it would so you can't even pretend like, oh, I shared it within my Facebook friends and somebody exposed me. No. Like, if you Googled it, I mean, I'm, I think after a while she had put it on private. But if Damn, you, it's done. It's yeah, like, once out it's there. out, yeah. by the time you realize what's going on, it's too late. Yeah, people got to realize that, like, shit you put on the internet is, like, basically, like, you got, like, it's almost like you got to say it with the intent. Kind of like old girl with the baby daddy post, like. You got to do things with the thought that, like, what if this takes off? Am I prepared for the fallout? Now, me, I'd be changing my profile picture, my Twitter name. I'd be, like, <laughs> I'd be moving like I'm in witness protection. I call it witness protection. Like, that's what I'd be doing. Like, I don't be wanting, I can't stay stagnant a little too long. People going to realize it's me. But I'd be out here saying some wild shit. You do. Now, Y'all don't follow me, so don't worry about it. Yeah, y'all notice he always tries to get everybody else to shout their stuff out, but he will not put his stuff Mm-mm. up. Like, Mm-mm. so uh, okay, going on to things that should have been left off the internet. The have you seen the thing with the little boys on the party bus? Yes, they got them little. <laughs> so so. If y'all haven't seen it, um, somebody got a party bus for their son. He turned eight. So it was, it was probably about about nine of them, mm-hmm. ten of them, ten eight-year-olds on a party bus. Uh, they had little now, – now, let me say this. Everything on this party bus was age-appropriate. So they had like – They had little drink cups with yeah, worms and stuff in it. Yeah, exactly. They had the little candy daiquiri drinks. They had sparkling um, – uh, Slider. This is not sparkling wine. Um, sparkling, sparkling. No, I said cider. Cider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, he, he was so they could you know pour a bottle like pour up. Everybody had their little wine glasses in there. Whatever. Uh, what else they had? It was a it was a party bus, so y'all know it had music and <laughs> a pole in it. Um, 
I'm trying to think what else, what else, what else, what else, what else. So, the internet was kind of like split mm-hmm. on this one. There was a 50-50 on this one. What was your take on it? I ain't gonna lie. The first time I saw it, I was weak. Because, I mean, like, it's just the idea of these little kids. I think that what really had me tickled was when he had the little bottle and he was really like dancing like like he do <laughs> like in the club like he'd be up here right, I'm like sir mm-hmm. not with the cider um I can get from a parent standpoint where they might have some reservations mm-hmm. but I mean at the point where the little boys was throwing ones on each other oh, I, yeah, I kind of figured like y'all they y'all are just having fun they have no I, I mean they have an idea but they have no idea What's really going on? Hmm. So now in her her statement, she said like, oh, he wanted the party bus. That's what she said. That's what the mom said? That's what the mom said. Uh, my thoughts were kind of like this. Okay. I have like a very pretty strong line of, and I guess it's from my childhood where it's like, I... I don't want kids. I don't really condone kids growing up too fast. It's like they're already exposed to so much mature content, whether you like it or not. I wouldn't want to endorse it. And if this was my child, right? Like, one, if he's seven, what the the fuck he he even knows about a party bus? Like, there's no like you can't tell me that he wanted a party bus because when the fuck did he even see one? He's seven. <laughs> They could have been out at a restaurant or something and a party bus pull up and they're like, what's that? It's a party bus. What they doing? You know, kids ask a bunch well, of questions. Well, okay, true, true. Like, true. I'll give you that. But like with anything else, like, okay, let's say, yeah, you, you know, you at a restaurant with your child, you order a drink. Hey, what's that? Can I have some? No, it's an adult drink. No, it's daddy's drink. That's mommy's drinks. You know, is that a party bus? Oh, that's a, that's, a, that's a van for adults. Like, it's kind of that, like, to say like oh he wanted it children don't make decisions they just don't like that's true so oh he wants this for a birthday so what you gonna do when he wants <laughs> when he wants snickers for, for lunch or for dinner you gonna give him that too like you gentle parent I'm just kidding like so no like the like kids don't make decisions like like and a funny thing like Crazy because my mama said that a lot growing up was like kids don't make decisions. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I was too young to quite understand what she meant there. But as I got older, you know, like, oh, you just saying that you make the decisions. But she made decisions that were better for me, not only for my safety, but also for my development and my growth. Like, I could have skipped grades when I was younger. Like, you know, when I was in like kindergarten, first grade, I could have skipped two grades. But she was like, nah, you're not skipping no grades. Like, you That's because she didn't want you to find out she was older than what you really were. Yeah, she didn't want me to be out here trying to get into the NBA draft. We were so nervous to your doublers. Like, what? But no, but, but so, so and her thing was like, I don't want you to be a senior in high school. Your friends are 18. You're 16. You can't do things they can do. Like, she didn't want to put at that social gap where it's like now – yeah, you be smart or whatever, but you're out. You know, I mean, you're not may not be an outcast, but you just behind. I mean, you're like you just stuff you just can't do, and like you can't get those years back. That's very true. You know what I thought about um, as we're talking about this? 
Imagine being a parent of one of the kids that gets invited. Mm. So you send out the invitation like, what's the little boy? Let's call him Andre. Okay. So Andre's eighth birthday party, got a little thing. It's like, like, do you put on there, like, we'll be having a party bus and we'll be going to, like, I wonder where they went. Did they just drive them around? I think they just drove them around because it seemed like there was, like, I, I didn't see no others, like, it didn't show them, like, stop anywhere. But, like, as a parent, like, I know mm. I know there was at least one kid who's, who was pissed because they couldn't come. I just yeah. know it. No, you know they you know they were. And the thing is, like, also, you know, Andre party was like the talk of the classroom. Like, now don't get me wrong. Like, I know, like we was popping bottles. <laughs> see, that's what hey, he turned the bottles. He turned the bottle up, like pouring them for everybody. I said, "Now, what you been watching?" That's well, see. This the thing is, like, I don't want that kid. I really don't. Like, you want a kid to be a kid? He's eight. He's yeah. eight. I want to be eight because listen. I'm 33, about to be 34. Oh, you got a plenty of bottles to pop in your lifetime. A plenty. Right. A plenty. Like, it, you're going to pop so many, it's going to damn near get old to you. Exactly. Or uh, better yet, like, I'm t- bottles, no sparkles. Just, just, I don't need the attention. I need the liquor. Like, that's like, please. So, that's, but you're right. And you, you're in a situation, you're in a pickle. Like as a, as a parent, yeah. like the, like if you get invited, like you're not throwing it, but your kid gets invited. Ooh, I ain't gonna lie. That's tough. That's tough. Because I would be like, cause in my head, I mean nowadays it's like, girl, like should we let him go? Like I don't. I be talking to his daddy like, cause I mean if I'm not gonna let you do it, right? Because if I let you go, now you want a party bus party, in which I and which is something I don't agree with. Now, like I don't. This is the thing. I this ain't like one of the other ones. Like I don't have like a strong opinion. Like I don't think anybody did anything way out of bounds. Mm-hmm. I just don't personally kind of agree with it. Now, then you in situations like let's say like let's say Andre is like, like you know what I'm saying Birdie Junior is like let's say that's like his role dog. That's like his tight man at school. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't have him not going to Andre party. Right. Like that's your that's your guy, and especially if like oh and one like one of my kids ain't going nowhere if I don't know the parents anyway. Right. But if I know the parents and I like the parents, like you like I I think I honestly think in that situation you got to fold. Because again, like I said, like nobody's doing anything too out of bounds. You just don't personally agree with it. Like you wouldn't do it. Yeah. So so, so now when your child come back, be like, well, can I have a party bus? Absolutely no. the fuck not. You went to Andre Park. I hope you had fun because you will never. <laughs> But I, I just don't know. I just don't know. I'm like I'm one of them. Like if the baby wanted it, then. But then also like if the baby wanted a stripper party, I'd be like, no, excuse me. See, well, you know what? Some of this, I think, like, um, I think the role of men and women in like child rearing. Mm-hmm. I think the man is supposed to be the hand of discipline and structure and guidance. So I actually think it is for the man's role to be a little more firm or kind of look at these things from all angles and kind of have like a strong judgment. It's like when, you're, like when your spirit kind of throws you off on some, like 
to take it as what it is. Like, oh, that's the first thing I'm sitting there thinking. Like, if if my baby got an invite to a party, I'm gonna send it to his daddy and be like, "But what you think?" Oh, because let me find out. My old lady then sent my son to a party that I don't agree with, and I'm not even consulted. Oh, while he's at the party, we have World War Three in this house. He's on. Uh, he's on a what? Oh, I dropped him off at the party bus for uh, Andre birthday party. Oh, uh, a part. Oh, uh, go get him. But he go get him. <laughs> What the hell? Is- <laughs> 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 but, yeah, so, no, but you bring up a good question. That, that's, that's a weird a, place to be. It's, it's a tough place. Because when you're the parent, you really get the ultimate say. But because I had, so, so like, okay, like, and I think I told this story on here before. Like, my middle school was a magnet school. Mm-hmm. So I had, like, and how magnet schools work is like they're kind of put, well, back then they was kind of put in inner cities or in the city. So you could have your local kids and the, the magnet folks be bust in. So you had like this inclusive environment. So I had friends that were white from the south side of town. But then I had my black friends that I literally, you know, grew up with that are in my neighborhood. So I could kick it with my black friends all the time. Like, Go down to you know so and so house, so and so house. Spend the night over there like every weekend. Whoopie whoop. They come over my house, all ball right. And I'll never forget the one white friend I had. He invited me to his house for his birthday. So they tell me like, hey, you coming? You coming? Now at this point in time, I'm like, I know my parents like when the fuck I was gone on Friday. Like they liked when I was kicking with somebody's house on Friday. So I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. So I go home and you know I tell him I'm like. Hey, mom, will you take me down to cause the the other boy was named Jason too? Like you take me down to Jason's house for the night. You know he having to sleep over. It's gonna be whoopty whoop whoopty whoop. She's like, nah, you can't go. I like, and in my mind, I think to myself like, I be you know what I'm saying you let me go like, it, like in this point time I had grades was good. I ain't got in trouble. I ain't acted up. So I really couldn't quite figure it out. I was like, and she was like very staunch, like ten toes down. Like, no, you can't go. You can go, you know, say you might go, I might take the skating rink or, you know, you might go over, you know, shy house or something like that, but you ain't going over there. And it's just like that whole night I was in like just a state of confusion. And she kind of let it slip like sometime over that weekend. Cause I guess she knew that I was like just thoroughly confused. She said, I don't know how they'll treat you at his house. Like basically, like, I don't know how. Like, I understand that's your friend, but I don't know how they'll treat you. Mm-hmm. And even then, like, I was still too young to quite understand what she was saying or what she meant. But as I got older, I totally understand. And I'm, like, glad that she didn't because, not glad she didn't as if something would happen. But I also understand, like, as an adult sees things differently, as I will see things differently for my child. And I will also know that my child may not understand why I'm making these decisions for his safety or for his betterment, but they will down the line. Right. Like it made, it made me more like today I'm more comfortable in my thoughts of like going with my gut instinct or my intuition with what I'm going to do. Very got women's intuition. I got parents intuition. (laughs) (laughs) For y'all that didn't pick up, it's more so like race intuition. Like, can't trust some of these folks, especially with your kids. But yeah, man. So it made me feel like, all right, I can be a little more 
firm and things that I feel like are, you know, decisions need to be made. And kid will figure it out later on in life that it was for the, the best. I got invited to Vegas. This girl, was it Vegas? I don't know. I don't remember if it was a Vegas or a cruise. Either way, a girl I was really close with, her mom was like, okay, you bring a friend and then your brother bring a friend and we're going to go wherever. Her parents were like, no. Immediately, no. And I was so mad because I was like, I be around this girl all the time. Mm -hmm. And now as an adult, I'm like, okay, they didn't really know her mama like that. Mm -hmm. And... My parents weren't really big on letting me go places, mm-hmm. especially staying the night. And you talking about you gonna take my child out the city, out the state, out the state? Yeah, I don't remember where I was going. Damn, there was like a news story about something fuck similar. Damn, how um, some kids got abducted or something. Not necessarily kids got abducted. Abducted key uh group of parent group of kids quote unquote went somewhere. I think like a girl was went lost or something like that, and they came back and when they got back said they didn't know where the girl was. Oh. And the family was kind of like the fuck what you mean because i remember some people being like how the fuck you let somebody you don't know take your kids cross state lines dog i cannot remember the story somebody somebody is a crime junkie that knows exactly what i'm talking about but anyway i know you said going going for state but it's literally like kind of like a similar situation where it's just like you can't just leave your kids and other people's like care mm. like that you don't know because you don't person. even know if they treat their kids right right like being an adult now it's like oh no like nowadays i'm afraid to send. i don't have no baby but i'm afraid to send my baby a lot of places because you don't know like mm. you don't know what people do in their spare time no it's crazy because i feel like the world wasn't as scary when we was younger i was reading that article earlier about um just like how things are different now as far as People being weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the kids who are, they're doing like studies saying that um, overuse of melatonin as a sleep aid is on the rise. And it, here's why it's a cause for concern. Now, I didn't read the actual article. But it's interesting because it's like, in my head, I'm like, why are people overusing it? Kids don't go outside and play no more. Cause, but then it's like, a part of me was like, well, why don't they go outside and play anymore? If I and my neighbor to see my kids at all times, I'm not letting my kid just go outside and play. Like, mm-hmm. you used to be able to just let your kids go outside and play, and they knew, like, hey, don't go past there, mm-hmm. don't go past there, and you were good. And everybody was watching everybody's kids, and you just knew yep. you were safe. But now it's like, you send your kid out to the mailbox, it might have been somebody watching you for a week, and now they mm-hmm. snatch your kid up, and you like, okay, now I know it don't take 10 minutes to go to that mailbox, and your child gone. Because, you know, they say, like, uh, the John Benet Ramsey thing, that's a, well, yeah, of course, we all know the family did it. But... They're um saying there there's a um line of thought that she had a like you know she was in the the pageants and shit like she had like a stalker or something like that like it was a a creepy guy that would like was really into like the kids pageantry or whatever so yeah you're right like like you said you don't know somebody that's been like sitting up watching your kid for weeks somebody would look like a regular person like people would be whole parents out here and. Mm-hmm. 
do stuff that's inappropriate. Like you just don't know. So it's scary to, to even, I don't even like my hypothetical kids. I'm like, mm mm. Cause I was like, I heard some crazy story. I can't remember the details. I was just basically is like, I don't even want like, I don't even want to put this in your Just know like, I don't even, even want to tell y'all this stuff. It, it, it really kind of fucked me. Well, fuck, I got to tell y'all because I wouldn't be I'm doing like, my why dude. would you? Somebody said that a little boy went into a bathroom, like let's say like a McDonald's bathroom, right? And like his dad is sitting there like, all right, they're in McDonald's, whatever, they're going to use the bathroom, whatever. And he said a guy comes out, like, like time passes or whatever. Guy comes out, whatever, and dad's just like, damn, what the hell? You know, my son been in there so long, whatever. Whoop de whoop. Say, go in there, and basically, like, his son is in there kind of like crying, like the guy was already in the bathroom before his son went there. So, this guy, like, did something to his son while, because in his mind, he think like, we, like, you know, he might have like three kids or whatever, like that. And he's like, dad, I need to go to the bathroom. Oh, we'll go. It's right there, whatever. You just have to, you think he about to go in there, use the bathroom, come right back out. It's like, damn, you can't even. Let your kids go to the bathroom without, like, at least take, like, and like, and that shit. Now I heard this, like, it's a variation of that story, whatever. When I say years ago, I might have been like twenty-one when I heard it, and that shit has fucked me because I just thought about how many times kids just go in and out of the bathroom mm-hmm. at different places, like, and I don't think, well, I'm not a creep, so I don't think nothing of it, but it's just like all it takes is that one weirdo to, like. I'm constantly feeling like, and I know I probably should. I feel like I'm always watching other people's kids, and I probably should stay out of my, stay out of folks' business. But also, I feel like if something happened or something look weird, I don't think you're wrong. I think, I think it's nothing. It's no. It's not a problem to watch, but you should be hesitant to act if you don't. You yeah, know if what I don't. Kind of mm-hmm. like. I mean, of course, I wouldn't say like you know how motherfuckers be like, oh, that ain't your kid. It doesn't look like you. Like that's weird. That's stupid. But like, if I'm, oh, I've had situations like this. I'll be in the store. There's a fucking kid just by himself in the aisle. I will stand there with the kid and be like, "Hey, somebody, it's a child right here. Somebody, it's not mine. It's somebody's kid." You know what I'm saying? And then like, mama come run around, call like, "Oh, oh my, my god!" god. Oh my. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't even tripping or nothing like that. But it's like. I, my conscience yeah. can't be clear because if it's not me standing with the child, obviously like looking for whoever's child this is, it could be a creep going to snatch the child and run. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it was, um, and, and, oh man. And then, you know, I was literally just the crazy shit how this happens. I was walking with, um, a friend and she has a, she has a, a, a younger baby, like a baby by the one or something like that or whatever. And when you know when you walk beside a baby, they'll reach up and grab your hand, and basically like, they'll follow wherever you go. Mm-hmm. So it's just like they it's it's so easy for for predators to have prey. It's our responsibility to watch over kids. I think as yeah. a village. Yeah, I say like I ain't gonna tell no parent what to do, but like if I see something weird, like I am the person to see some say something. Mm-hmm. Like if I saw a kid in this, I'd be like. Where your mom at? Mm-hmm. Where, where, where you? And if they say, I'm lost, I'm like, okay, we got to find it. Like, I'm not tall enough to do the whole big stand here thing. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to see me over the aisle. But we going to stand here and wait till somebody come around. Right. Right. Because, like you said, 
I saw some post where it was saying that like if a young girl, if you're ever out and you feel like somebody's being a creep, like just go up to an older woman, be like mom or auntie, some, 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 they're being weird. Cause I know somebody came up to me and was mm. like, like gave me that look, like help me. You think mm. I'm not? Well, you think I'm not? Right. I mean, cause I've even had situations like very, it's very seldom in life where it was like, they're like, like a girl will come up to me and like, Hey, this guy's bothering me. Will you pretend to be my boyfriend for a second? And like, any self-respected man that has respect for women be like, all right, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, it's just, if you respect women, you understand, like, how this, you, you you understand the demeaning that you have over women. So it's like, physically, like, there's nothing that a lot of women can do to a man. And you wouldn't want any woman to be put in a position where she has to, you know, fight her way out of. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, any self-respected man would do something like that to aid a woman. So I think just in general, as people, we need to be better about being better about each other. We do. Look out for people. Like it, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. I'm always very happy. I am a small framed woman. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm short. And if I'm out and I feel like somebody's bothering me and like people that help me, like I'm always very appreciative. Especially like men, like black men, they usually do show up. Like somebody being weird, they be looking like. Cause black men don't like this shit. Like black men, like, like black. And they men can like tell me. when somebody bothering you. Yeah. Like, like it, you just give off that like, okay, like. And I've had people step in, and I'm just like, thank you. Yeah, you get that. So we not all bad. Anyway, man, we talked to y'all enough. Damn, we on two. We had a two hour episode. How we keep doing this? Cause we us, we shit. Anyway. I ain't gonna give y'all the tag. Fuck it. I'm Bert. I'm April D. And this has been another episode of the Black Heart Podcast. Thank you for listening, and Mama, sorry for cussing. Oh, and tune in and be prepared for shoot or shoot. Y'all gonna like that one.